decent-sized headache. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm happy because this is... Uh, I, I was... I, I suffer from chronic headaches and migraine. This is the longest stretch in the last six months that I've lasted before having a headache like this. Wow, that's pretty good. So um, I was having them, like, once every other week, and it was rough. With, like, full eye blindness and everything. Ooh. It was just terrible. Um, but today, no blindness... Just headache. So I am a little delicate today, but I, I promise I promise to, to concentrate really hard. <laughs> well, I'll try not to yell. But I will also knows? try not to yell. I may not be as uh, vociferous as usual. There we go. It's a good word for today. <laughs> um, well, other than that, how has your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good this week. Um, obviously, school school finished on Friday. So nice. It, it was like taking a big deep breath and then oh, so nice. So I'm chilling now. I'm chill I'm gonna do what everyone else has been doing in the quarantine and sit around in my pajamas, doing nothing, watching TV, playing video games, eating bagels. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Well when this comes out it will be my last day of school, so <gasps> that's so exciting. Have you got one more week to go? Yeah, finals week. We um oh, we have a very strange schedule because it's year round, so we actually start in July. Um, oh, and then we have we have six weeks of summer, but this time we're starting later, so I have eight yeah. weeks of summer. Eight weeks in England, you only get six weeks of summer, so this eight weeks of summer is like luxury. How many days do you have to have school a year? I don't remember. Um. But we do get more, like, a more broken up school year. So we start in September, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, 3rd of September. Normally the first week of September you start back at school. And then terms are split in half. So each term is roughly 16 weeks. But after eight weeks you get a week off. And then you start again. Okay. So we have these little kind of mid midterm breaks called half term. So we get more a more, like, staggered year. But we're at school for longer, and then we get we get six weeks of summer. That's very similar to my schedule, except we get uh, two week fall break and two weeks spring break. <laughs> yeah, we get two weeks for Easter and two weeks for Christmas, because obviously we don't have Thanksgiving in England. Oh, that stretch from October to Christmas is the, the literal worst. How's your week been? Pretty good, just chilling. Um. Uh, we finished Steven Universe Future, and I'm sad now, because <sighs> there's no more. I know. I, I think this ended up being in a part that we cut, but I just recommend Steven Universe very highly to anyone, especially if you have small children, especially boys. It's mm -hmm. very good about teaching emotional intelligence, and the main lesson is, you know, try and accept people for who they are and forgive people. It's very good. I'm very glad you watched it. Yes. I feel like I always tell people they need to watch Steven Universe and then they're like, oh, I'll give it a try. And then they never do. So I'm glad that uh, that you got around to watching it because it, it holds a very special place in my heart, that show. I enjoy it very much. I probably cried like 20 oh, times so watching it. I cried so much watching Steven Universe. I cried all through the last like 30 minutes of the Steven Universe movie. Yeah, yeah, it's very I, I good. just cried the whole time. And then... Yeah, Steven Universe Future, I was crying pretty much every episode. It was stressful. <laughs> yeah, and it's also a good ending. Like, I'm hoping that oh, they do season two, ending. which they might, but also it's a good ending. So Rebecca Sugar says she's not doing it anymore. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. She says I'm, that's it. I'm okay so. with that. I'm okay with that. It's a good ending. Well, welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I am Esme. And I have an update Woo. from way back in episode six. Oh, dang, that's a lifetime ago. I guess I should say this was episode 12. I should start saying the episode numbers. 
We are currently in episode 12. This is from episode six. And this is the vampire role play oh, guy. Oh, that crazy girl. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't remember, he, OP, moved in with his girlfriend and she was doing way too much vampire role playing. And they were smoking a lot of weed. Yeah. And, and <laughs> she was making him bleed and he would try and talk about it and she would just be like, oh, go have another joint. Like, not okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to skip over a tiny bit because he does the whole like, thank you, blah, 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 blah. And if you recall, OP is 24, girlfriend is 26. I just wanted to say that I read lots of the comments, even a few of the Twitter ones. And the first thing I want to get off my chest is that, holy fuck, it's sanguine, not sanguine. <laughs> oh God, I'm glad that's been cleared up because I was, <laughs> I was like, is there a kind of vampire I don't know about? <laughs> I feel like such a fucking idiot. It made research so much easier. I even watched all of the Lord of the Rings, but didn't learn anything about them. <laughs> Lord of the Rings? Why is he watching Lord of the I Rings guess for vampire knowledge? Sam? Samwise? Oh, Gamgee? Yeah. God. Maybe this, maybe this guy's just stupid. <laughs> well, I, I think he's been... And it, it'll become clear. Okay. My friend is part Welsh, but he didn't know what I meant, and I had to drop it quickly to avoid embarrassment. There were so many results online, it seemed pretty daunting, so I didn't read much into it yet. I'm waiting for when I'm in the reading mood. I will just get straight to the point and say I don't exactly know what I would call our current status on my relationship with her, but it is definitely ending. Yay! Good. I am thankful people recognize my situation as potentially abusive. It sounds weird, but until it was pointed out, it hadn't really clicked with me. She has always been somewhat assertive before as she works in a demanding field and knows what she wants, and I've been all too willing to go along with anything because she always knows better. Hmm... For the first week after my post, I skirted around the idea of saying anything to her because she just gets upset very easily, and I didn't want to have a confrontation. Most arguments we had seemed one-sided, and I would always compromise in the end, even doing stuff I wasn't comfortable with. The vampire stuff isn't the first weird horror roleplay we've had. I was happy to go along with the vamp stuff because it required literally hours less preparation than some of the other stuff we did. Jesus. The silver lining was that I never had to do much. She would do 95% of the prep. She spent hours one time doing makeup and all I had to do was get a red balloon. I think that level <laughs> of dedication is something I really admire about her. Things had calmed down for the first or second week, probably because of my girlfriend's work had picked up and she got back into doing her long hours. She had mentioned some developments into memorizing me, I think to draw. She's a really nifty artist, and truth be told, a nice distraction from world events. I have even begun cooking recently as a hobby, so I learned more into that. Lent, lean, lint, he says. <laughs> lint. Lint. Although I struggle with cooking meat as it makes me feel sick. I've mm -hmm. only once started eating it in the last few months as it made making side dishes for the both of us a lot easier. He's like skipping a lot of uh, prepositions, so... Oh, stumbling okay. a little. I also reduced my smoking quite a bit as I feel like Yay. it was harming my judgment and I only really have a couple of beers a day at most now and I feel a lot more healthy. After this I was feeling myself in a much healthier mindset so a couple of weeks ago at dinner I brought up the vampire stuff although she took that to mean I wanted to progress it further. I wish I could say I was able to summarize my feelings succinctly but for some reason as soon as I started saying I wasn't comfortable with direction this was all taking I started hyperventilating and had what I think was a panic Jesus. attack. My girlfriend started crying and thought I was having a heart attack or something, and her inhaler did fuck all as well. After I had calmed down, I was able to get across to her what I was trying to say, but it turned heated quite quickly. She said I was trying to shame her, but all I was trying to say was that I didn't want to bleed. It's not normal to go through these many plasters. Which, thank you Reddit comments, I know means band-aid. <laughs> <laughs> no, it means plasters, Morgan. <laughs> he said exactly what he means. He means plasters. <laughs> I had aimed that as a joke, which is the go-to method to defuse a situation, but she did not consider it funny at all, which is stupid because I am the one who is being bled. We didn't talk for a couple of days and tensions were high, but we had a rational discussion a few days ago where we came to the conclusion the relationship wasn't working. Obviously, we can't just up and leave right now, so we are still together for the time being. But once we can freely move about, we can split up and move away from each other. I think this is quite a healthy re resolution. I am sorry if some of you expected something more horrifying in this update, and I won't lie. Some of the comments I read had me seriously worried for my life, but I know her better than you would based on a single internet post, and she is a good person. Like, there's a lot of things to unpack in this update. Yes. Firstly, I do want to point out, and some people may not know this, in the UK, um, cannabis is an illegal drug. Hmm. So 
the fact that they're sitting at home smoking illegal drugs all day is a little bit alarming. More alarming now that I definitely know it's, it's the UK. Since we, we got that uh, plaster. Yeah, yeah. Because um, while I don't think that weed is dangerous, I do think that the, the penalties in the UK for, for using cannabis are incredibly strict. And if you put that in the context of this relationship where she is in charge of everything, it's in, in UK law, it's the equivalent of, of, of doping somebody up with cocaine. Mm, yeah, it seems a little bit like uh, more manipulative with that context. The, the fact that he had a panic attack, having to, having to have a conversation with his girlfriend, leads me to believe that this relationship was a, a lot more controlling than initially was hinted at in the first post. Mm -hmm. If he is that concerned about having any kind of honest conversation about his feelings and what he wants with somebody who he, he's meant to love, that ain't good. And also she, he has a panic attack, but then she turns around and says that she was trying, that he was trying to shame her, which is concerning. Like, Obviously, he's not. He's actually concerned if he had a legit panic attack. Yeah, it, that's that's a traditional like victim blaming switch, right? It's I'm doing something wrong, but you're trying to shame me for something that I think is right. Is is really classic manipulative behavior. Um, I wonder what job she does. Yeah, I feel like it's some sort of like uh, marketing type yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I'm also worried that since they're still living together, she's going to try and manipulate him back into a relationship. Yeah, I wonder if her conceding that the relationship isn't working is kind of her trying to compromise. It's her way of going, of, of kind of absolving herself of blame, but also giving her a way back in. Mm -hmm. um, but he sounds like he tried to go through it in a pretty positive way. He didn't want to have an argument about it, did he? He was he was pretty he wanted to talk about his feelings, but he didn't want to make her feel bad, which, you know. Yeah, and it's it's very concerning that he yeah, he did sit down and he said started to say I wasn't comfortable, but the second he started expressing his own feelings is when it triggered the panic attack. Right. So, clearly he has been shamed or uh gaslit into not expressing his feelings in this relationship because that's what triggered it. I'm also glad that he started focusing more on his own healthy habits before he tried to have that conversation. Yes. He he didn't try to talk about it when it was still really raw and he was feeling incredibly like hurt and damaged by it. He cooled down. He cooled down, he waited until he felt better. He says he felt more like himself. Um which, you know, I I appreciate that thoughtfulness about himself before before trying to do something potentially damaging to his mental health, which is break up with somebody. So, on a lighter note, did you catch that they definitely did Pennywise cosplay? Like, <laughs> yes, I did, and that's hilarious. <laughs> she did uh, hours of makeup and hours he had of a makeup. balloon. Red balloon. Concerning. <laughs> I wonder, like, what other? He says that a lot of them required hours of research. That can't be fun. I don't even, like, was it, like, a whole D&D &D campaign that they were doing? Just sexy D&D? &D? I hate doing research for novels that I write. <laughs> like, if I can get one of those little Google boxes with the bold text which tells me the answer that I want, I'm like, yes, okay, good, I'll do that. I can't imagine doing any research for sex. Anyway, so that's a bittersweet update, I suppose. He's probably on the right track. He might have a bumpy road with living with her, but... right. That's mostly a positive update. Uh, yeah, mostly a positive update. And I'm glad that he, he's focusing on himself, too. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a post that a listener sent in, which yeah. they sent to you. So I'm not sure yes. who the person was. Uh, this is a listener called Darius. He um, messages me all the time telling me uh, how much he's enjoying the podcast. But he found uh, a little post from, uh, I think it's from Ama the Asshole. It is, yes. Um, do you want me to read it or do you want to, do you want to read it? I it's up to, to you because you have a headache, so I will read it unless you want to. I can, I can read. Okay. I can read. Good. <laughs> okay. This is, reading's like breathing. There's no problem. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is from Darius. It's from Am I the Asshole? Am I the Asshole for not telling my wife my family doesn't like her? 
red flag. <laughs> yeah. We need we need a bell or something for the r- red flag bell. Ding a ling ling. A triangle, yeah. Oh yeah, I if I had a triangle. I I've been trying to dig out my kazoo and I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> so the red flag kazoo, upset. yes. Please do send me kazoos if uh, if you have a couple of a couple of pennies spare. Anyway, I've been married to my wife for the past year. Three years. What? <laughs> this is randomly written. Okay, I'm just going to read it as it is. I've been married to my wife for the past year, three years, and dated her for five before that. She's extremely family orientated. She loves family and being with family. Her picture of a refreshing day is spending the day with family members. Since her mother died pretty young, she became really attached to my mother, who likes to baby my siblings and I. She feels like the two of them have a special relationship and she loves it. Problem is, my mother doesn't like her, nor does my father. I think they're just really hung up on my previous girlfriend, who they were really rooting for. They aren't outright rude to her face and try to be friendly, but they can be a bit off behind her back. One example would be their nickname for her, which is Fiona. Mm -hmm. Obviously, she loves it and sees it as something sentimental, but it's actually just a reference to Shrek. I only found out last year. Today, I was on a call with them and my mom asked how Fiona was. I shouted at her to stop using that name. I've spoken about it before. and warned her against calling her that. My wife overheard the conversation and asked me why I was so upset over it. Eventually I told the truth, and she understandably was angry. I gave her space and she called her dad. I didn't want to eavesdrop on the conversation, but she did call me an asshole. I understand that she's upset and rightfully so, but to be honest I'm struggling to see the wrong in me lying to her about this. She was happy in the ignorance of what was going on. My kids were happy with their grandparents in their lives, and I was happy keeping the peace. Am I the asshole? So when I initially saw this post, I was leaning towards not the asshole. But now I'm kind of thinking he is a little bit, because he wasn't just... It wasn't just not telling her. It was definitely a lie by omission, and I can't imagine how betrayed she feels right now that she thought she had a great set of in-laws... They got along so well, but really they are just bullying her to her face. The thing I'm hung up on is this nickname. Yeah. He found out last year that it was a mean nickname and he did not tell his wife or shut it down. Like, and she and she has been thinking that it's a nice nickname for the entire time she's known these people. It sounded like sh- he tried to shut it down because he says they spoke about it, but also he did not follow through. So he was probably just like, stop calling her that and didn't like... Sometimes in these relationships, when you have an abusive family member, you have to set boundaries and then follow through with consequences. Like if you keep calling her that... Every time I hear it, I'm going to hang up on you and not talk to you until you call back and apologize. Right. He just really badly wants to not rock the boat. Yes. And that is awful. This is somebody who you want to spend the rest of your life with. And if your family openly is insulting her to her face and she doesn't know about it, and she's assuming that it's a, a, a friendly joke, you've done wrong there. 100%. It may not be like... The worst thing we've heard on this podcast. Yeah, no, it's like a gentle, you're the asshole. <laughs> but it's it it, it kind of opens the floodgates for other things he can lie by omission about. Yeah, it definitely sucks to be in that situation, but ultimately you have the responsibility to protect your wife if they are being abusive. Like, the reasoning that he gives why they're being mean, like, it seems like she's just so nice to them and loves spending time with them, but they're hung right. up on this girlfriend that he had six to eight years ago. Her mom died when she was tiny. Yeah, it's it's very sad. It seems like she's just so sweet and they're just being total assholes to her for no reason. All she wants is a family connection. I don't feel like she's asking for a lot. Yeah, it's not like, like she's asking them to bend over backwards to cater to her she just wants to spend time with them i just i if i was her i'd now be thinking about all these other times when she thought they'd been nice to her and actually they weren't can you imagine like running through every single situation you've had in six to eight years with a family and over analyzing every single piece of that information now that you know the truth man yeah i my mother-in-law, she's very uh, hard to read, so I'm like always constantly worried that she doesn't like me. However, she really doesn't like my brother-in-law, my 
sister-in-law's husband. And so I feel very secure in the fact that if she didn't like me, I would definitely know about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. My uh, my in-laws are continuously telling my husband that uh, he can go back to England and I can stay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would I would know about it if uh, if they were unhappy for sure. Yeah, but that insecurity is very like, and and they have kids together. Oh, yeah, that's like because now you're going to be thinking, well, do they also not like my kids because they don't like me? And are the kids going to grow up with that shitty role model in their lives, like of people thinking it's okay to bully? Are they talking about her like this around the kids too? I'm assuming so. Well, they're calling her this nickname to her face. Yeah. So I, I can't assume, I can't think that they're saving it for when she's not in the room or the kids aren't in the room. That's mega rough. Like, the, the actual action is not so terrible, but the, the repercussions of the action on this woman are pretty severe. Yeah, like, I understand his OP's position of being like, I don't want to confront this, I just want to ignore it, and everybody stays happy. But, like, it doesn't seem like your parents are worth hanging out with, my dude. If they're just bullying your wife to her face, maybe just say goodbye. Over over the, over the a girlfriend who he ultimately didn't want to be with. Why are they so involved in his relationships? Especially since... They have kids together and they're married and she didn't do anything wrong. It's not like she's a total asshole and the previous girlfriend was super nice. It doesn't seem like, you know. I could I could kind of see it if they'd only been together for six to eight months. Because sometimes parents do get really attached to um, boyfriends, girlfriends, right? Like the grandma in that wedding crasher? Oh, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, it's, so if they'd only been going out for six to eight months and the parents were still like, oh, but that other girl was so much nicer, fine. But he's married this woman and had children with her. Yeah. They They need to let it go. It's been years. Yeah. I... I am hoping it works out, but he needs <sighs> to set some boundaries and pick a side. Because you can't have both. It seems like he feels like he's already picked a side because he already married her and had kids. <laughs> and now that he's done that, he doesn't need to do anything else to protect his wife from his parents because she's not going anywhere. But that doesn't do anything for her emotional health. Well, who knows? Maybe she is going somewhere now that she's found out he's well, lied maybe, to her yeah, for eight years. <laughs> maybe, yeah. She, she needs to say to him, this isn't on, we're not doing this anymore, and he needs to go, absolutely yes, dear. Because... Otherwise, his parents are going to destroy his relationship. Yeah, yeah. He needs to he needs to side with her and show her that he is siding with her and set those boundaries, like I said earlier, like rules. If you call her that again or say one mean thing, I will not say anything. I will just hang up and you can call back when you're ready to apologize. Like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> They're acting like 14-year-olds. They really are acting like teenagers. This is the weirdest family dynamic. And he's a bit of a puss. He needs to, he needs to, yeah, actually step up and defend his wife. He needs to grow a spine. This is just weak shit. Damn. Well, thank you, Darius, for sending that in, because, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's rough on that wife. That is a tough situation. And it's, that's yeah, like situation. you said, it's not the worst thing we've seen, but it is very, like, emotionally, uh, impactful, like, finding this out. I feel like that's more a situation that, that people will run into in their day-to-day -day lives, mm -hmm. right? Is not everybody's always going to get along with each other. You're not always going to have friends who all like each other, or you're not always going to have, you know, your sister might hate your boyfriend, and for good reason, but you're staying with them and, and that needs to be shut down. Like, there needs to be a level of civility. And how do you balance that between... Okay, I don't want the situation to be awkward, but also I don't want this person who I really care about to feel ostracized or hurt. Yeah, and it's not like she can do anything in this situation, no. which sucks. Like, she didn't do anything wrong. It's not like she needs to apologize to them. They need to s apologize to her. Like, freaking adults. How old are these people that they are acting yeah. like this? I'm assuming that the parents are at least in their 50s. Yeah, he doesn't say ages at all, but... No, there's no ages. Yeah. <laughs> so rude. Childish anyway. behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, he is the asshole, but also oh, his parents are more of assholes. His parents are terrible people. Okay, so this next one is a s certainly a shovel-posed. 
Okay, here we go. Oh my god. So, uh, the OP is 27, and his wife is 29. Yay! Oh, that's, that's a good start, that. <laughs> already feeling optimistic about this post. I know. Well, this was is from a month or so ago, which we've been seeing so many age gaps in the last week. Like, I think I have four or five more saved with super inappropriate age gaps. But anyway. I wonder if it's because people have found themselves suddenly living with their boyfriends slash girlfriends because of the quarantine, mm. and that wasn't the plan. So a lot of these age gap relationships have been forced into a more conventional living arrangement that neither of them were prepared for. Yeah. And they're starting to see the cracks. Yeah, I think that's a lot of it. Like, I've, I can't count how many posts I've read lately that start with, well, we moved in a couple months ago because of the quarantine. Mm. Yeah. So here we go. Am I the <laughs> asshole for telling my wife that we're both pregnant? I guess I guess I do have a general problem with this. Like when a woman is pregnant, yes, obviously it takes two people to do that, but only one of the people is really going <laughs> through that. Yeah. And I I do find it really strange when people say we are pregnant. It's like, no, she's pregnant, you helped. I think in a good relationship, it can be a show of solidarity. Like, I read this right. really sweet one. I don't know if I posted it, but it was, am I the asshole for feeling guilty that my wife is pregnant? And it was like, I feel so bad that I, d I feel like I did this to her. Aww. And so I'm doing all of the chores. I'm not letting her do anything. I'm making sure to cook all the meals and take care of her. And it was like, so sweet. And I feel like in that situation, it could be... um a show of solidarity like i that's way different my life is but changing but yeah that's in most situations when people say we are pregnant it's almost like they're saying to their wife you're suffering but i'm also suffering yeah in the same in the exact same way in the exact same way we're both in this together it's like no only one of us has to push something the size of a melon out of something the size of a lemon so no we're not in this together and this one starts with a classic. I know this sounds bad, but hear oh, me out. no. I just want honest feedback. My wife and I do well financially, so we decided to have our fourth child. Keep that in mind. <sighs> Every single pregnancy we've been through, my wife has been a complete nightmare. Some things I can deal with, like waking up to the sound of her puking her guts out every morning, but when she starts demanding I go to the store every day to get her snacks, or set up her foot bath thingy because her feet are swollen, I get a little impatient. Then why have you had four kids with her? If that's- if you hate the experience so much of your wife, her entire body, suffering- then don't do it anymore. And I also want to note, hey, setting up a foot bath thingy, you put it in the sink and fill it up with water, and then you plug it into the wall. It's not hard. Takes nothing. Also, oh, I hate listening to the sound of her puking up. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate the I'm feeling sorry. of puking my guts out. I hate Jesus. puking. That is one of the things when I have when I have a terrible migraine. Normally what happens is my entire body thinks that I'm poisoned. Mm -hmm. um, and I always used to apologize for the sound of my awful retching. Um but when I when I lived with my my friends at uni they were like, "No, it's fine. Don't apologize. You're the one who's throwing up." Like, yeah. I'm sorry that deal. I chose to throw up. <laughs> I'm sorry that it's loud. As and many I'm in people pain. do, you know. Yeah, I love it. Love puking my guts out. <laughs> so good. I work way longer hours than her in a much more physically demanding profession. I'm a plumber, she's an engineer. So I think we're putting an equal amount of effort into this baby. What? <laughs> what? You're a plumber? Okay, so that involves what? Lying under sinks? Mostly? She's an engineer. That is an incredibly physically demanding job. Uh, source, my sister's husband is an engineer. Well, it doesn't have to be, because my I have a couple uncles who are also engineers and they have desk jobs. Depends what kind of engineer yeah. they are. And you do normally have to tour the site, even if you're a designer. You need to tour the sites and walk warehouses. And there's a lot of on-your-feet, you know, mm -hmm. interactions with people. He's a plumber. 
The heaviest thing he's probably carrying is a toilet bowl. And usually not just and, and, loose. Yeah. <laughs> You're rolling it, not not Yeah. Um and it's not like I don't help out around the house either. She does all the cooking and dishes, but I do laundry, take out garbage, and mow the lawn. We pay someone to do the floors and bathrooms weekly. My mother-in-law comes over to help with the kids because she says I'm useless. I've been meeting to make a just no mill post about her. Uh, just no M-I-L mother-in-law is a, post, is a subreddit for uh, like horrible, horrible mother-in-laws. And somehow I don't think that this mother-in-law belongs there. No, I agree with her assessment. <laughs> I, I've only known this guy for two paragraphs. And while I appreciate the help, I'm sick of her crap. Just because I want one hour of video games to myself a day instead of cleaning up messes in the kitchen doesn't mean I'm, quote, useless. This all came to a head yesterday when my wife screamed at me from the kitchen to get off my ass and entertain our twins so she could focus on her meatloaf. Oh god, and they have twins as well. I made a dumb joke about how this is the third meatloaf we'll be eating this week, and she lost her shit. She told me how I have no sympathy for the fact that she's pregnant, I should be taking on more of her chores since I can't breastfeed, and then I reminded her that I still work a lot more hours than her, so I think we're basically both pregnant. <sighs> she got really quiet and has only spoken to me regarding the kids since. I don't think I'm wrong, but I'll apologize to her if it makes her happy. Am I the asshole here? Yeah. Literally every sentence of this is him being a bigger douchebag. There's no he's sentence just... in here that makes him seem good. He's the whiniest baby, and he has twins. <laughs> she she doesn't have three kids, she has four. She's got four. Like, honestly. So let's break this shit down. She does all the cooking and dishes. That is three right. meals a day, all the dishes, with three kids, that's a lot of dishes. Uh, also... It is incredibly warm to be cooking three times a day, depending on what it is you're making. So if she's making meatloaf in front of the oven, yeah, that's hot for a pregnant lady. That is not an easy thing to do. It's also a lot of standing up. Mm -hmm. And if she's got swollen feet, that's going to be rough. And he does laundry, takes out the garbage and mows the lawn. So if you take out the garbage twice a d or once every other day, do laundry twice a week, mow the lawn once a week, that is not equivalent. At no, all. absolutely no way. So I'm assuming if she does all of the cooking and cleaning, well, 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 the cooking and the kitchen cleaning, and they have a lady come once once a week to do the floors? A person. <laughs> a person. It doesn't say. Then I think that she, you don't just clean your house once a week. There is continuous cleaning that goes on. So while he's at work, there is also putting the kids' toys away, uh, depending on how young the kids are, sterilizing their bottles, um, changing nappies. Wiping down surfaces is a big Wiping surfaces. Um, there's a lot of like little tasks that have to be done. Putting toys away, making sure they have entertainment. Cleaning bathrooms. Even though they have someone come and do the bathrooms, but they, she probably needs to do some maintenance cleaning in between that. Right. Bathrooms can get pretty messy. God. So the cleaning thing by itself is pretty annoying. The cooking and cleaning thing. I just, I can't get over the fact that he's salty that he has to listen to her puke in the morning. God. Some things I can put up with. It sounds like you can't put up with anything, mate. It sounds like everything's annoying to you. Oh, I, I, I'm really, I'm really annoyed that my mother-in-law comes to look after my kids. Because I can't do it. Because I'm useless. This user right. has deleted their account. Yeah, no shit. Good. Yeah, because I, I would be sending him hate mail, I swear. I'm sure he got a lot of it. Um, Yeah, man. And, okay, so, and also he wants one hour of video games a day. Not feasible. Not feasible no. when you have three children. I'm so mm -mm. sorry. You're happy to get one hour a week? Yeah. Uh, Like, I've heard of a lot of healthier relationships where, uh, like, the partner who goes to work um you know comes home and then takes care of the kids before bed to give the other partner a break and then yeah. they alternate saturday and sunday right so each of them gets kind of one day off and obviously they do stuff together but it does not sound like this guy he just wants his life to be the same as it was before he had kids and i don't understand why they think but i just don't understand why they continued having children if 
Okay, so twins is twins, right? It, it, right. You expect one baby, you get two. That's not really your fault. But honestly, if his life has been so drastically worsened by the experience of his wife being pregnant and the kids being there, why did they have another one? Yeah, it seems like he's he says because we are well off financially, we decided to have our fourth child. What the fuck does that matter? Like, just because you have money doesn't mean that you should have a child. That's dumb. Yeah, it, it depends on how much time you have. And I I read a post just the other day about how they have six kids uh, and they're competing for parents' attention. Like, there's an upward limit as to how much attention you can give to your children depending on your own life situation. And if you're both working... This does not yeah. sound feasible for this couple to have another child. And twins must be exhausting. Yeah, I mean, it's you have to buy double the stuff, so it's not like you can do hand-me-downs. Right. You've got to buy double the stuff. But also, there is this thing in twins where if one of them starts to react one way, the other will tend to follow suit. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the both of them screaming at the top of their lungs because they didn't get ice cream or whatever? And I think they're harder to potty train, too, because they both kind of, in general, like, obviously, there are mm-hmm. exceptions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's just double, <laughs> double everything. And I'm I'm assuming that the youngest one is a baby. So it's like twins and then who are maybe toddlers because she says to entertain the twins, but not the, the other child. Right. So either that or they're much older. If you're going to have four kids... You need to love having kids. That needs to be like your number one. Oh my god, I really enjoy playing with my kids. I love spending time with them. I really like helping out. It has to be something that you're like, yes, I really, really want to have four children that I can play with and love and nurture and teach and whatever else it is you want to do with these kids. I don't know. I don't want any. But for one of the parents to be so disinterested... Mm-hmm. That the mother-in-law has to come and look after the kids, even when they're both at home, that's wild. Yeah. And you still decided to have another one. That's dumb. I want to see that Just No Mill post that he was trying to make, like, like my mother-in-law helps too much with our children. Like, what and are you trying to say? She says useless. Yeah, you are. You Jeez. are. You're a waste of air. Honestly. So yeah, this this guy. But man. also, in the same vein... I don't have a lot of sympathy for her. Because this can't be the first time he's behaved like this when she's been pregnant. I mean, that's... I don't want to say, like, blaming the victim, but it's... I don't want to... It's it's like, okay, if... This can't be... This hasn't sprung from thin air, right? His behaviour towards the kids and the mother-in-law and whatever has not happened overnight. Yeah. To decide then to have another child with him... Mm. Well, we don't also know that much, we don't much know. about that. Like, we decided we to have our fourth child, you know. If it was a decision that she was like, yes, absolutely, I want to have another child with you. Shame on you, lady. That was a dumb idea. <laughs> if it was an accident and he's trying to spin it like, oh, but we're going to keep it because we have the money. Yeah. Then it's not her fault. But she... <sighs> I feel like... She could have been a little smarter about that situation. Yeah, she has the agency here to leave. Yeah. But if I've learned anything from these posts, it is that women, women, everyone, (laughs) have higher standards, please. Honestly. Like, it's so sad. It feels like she's just used to this and thinks this is the way it's supposed to be. And I think that's a lot of these kinds of posts where people are like, yeah, this is just the way it is, and he's trying his best, and he puts food on the table, and at least he takes out the garbage, and it's like, honey, no. Mm, Yeah. And I just, I feel like she's just so incredibly used to this situation. The way she snaps at him makes me feel like this is the first time that she has spoken to him about this, Mm -hmm. because she's been willing to put up with it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I don't think that a lot of people in this situation are in the right for for differing reasons. I don't think she's to blame. No, for sure. But you know, having a child is a decision that should not be taken lightly, and you need to look at the behavior of your partner before you bring another life into that environment. 
Yeah, and she's only 29, and this is child four. He doesn't mm. say how long they've been together, but it, this reminds me a lot of the car post from last week, where she yes. she just finally was like, oh my god, this you're right, this is a bad situation. Like, she needs someone to say that, and... It sounds like her mother her mother is trying, but... And people stick their head in the sand a lot when someone comes up to them and says, hey, this isn't right. You know, if you, if you feel heavy regret for something that you've done and someone goes, mm, you shouldn't have done this, some people will go, well, I'm going to stick it out and I'm going to show that it could be better and I can change him and rah, 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 rah. Um, It might be one of those situations. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think that's it. And and who knows how long they've been together. Maybe she's, this is her first, like, long-term relationship. Who knows? Yeah, she might not have ever been with anybody else. This could yeah. be her high school sweetheart, maybe. I don't know. And I feel like a lot of this, too, might come from family situation. Because I know that my family has a lot of, like, traditional gender roles. Like, Christmas, all the women are in the kitchen, all the men are on the couch. Like, right. you could just think this is the way it's supposed to be, you know? Yeah. yeah. So hopefully this woke him up as to him being a shithead, but it sounds more I like she's going to have to it. leave him. I doubt it if he deleted his Reddit. Go move in with your mother. She's going to be a better father to your children. She's already a better father to his children, apparently. She's there looking after him when he's at, when he's at home. Like, nah. Ugh. I don't know. I I really struggle with posts about pregnancy and children because there is always a voice in the back of my head that goes well you chose this yeah same that's the biggest decision that you can make with your body and your life and you chose this and you should have thought about it before you did before you did it like it, it is something that can't be you know once that child is born that's it. Yeah, I I, um, I find myself like I intellectually know that a lot of people again they feel like they it's just what you do. You just yeah. have that's part of the life script TM. You just have kids, but yeah, I'm always like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Not I knocking guess, anybody guess, who does choose that, but I no, just my absolutely. my brain understands but my gut does not if that makes sense if you have heavy maternal instinct which i never have no me either like i look at babies and they're like foreign creatures um i do not feel the same way about looking at a baby as i do about looking at a really cute cat same yes like that's i i imagine the way that other people think about babies it's the same way i feel when i see a picture of a kitten mm -hmm. but i can't ever imagine feeling that for a, for a baby and I have never felt that for a baby. I've never looked at a baby and gone, oh, that baby's cute. I've always looked at a baby and gone, mm, it's a baby. <laughs> yep. Like That's a sure, yep. sure baby looking baby right there. Yeah, that's a baby. <laughs> it's, yeah. I feel like if you have strong maternal instincts, finding out that you're pregnant must be like, I must protect this life at all costs. And no matter what else happens, it, it, this baby must exist. Um, yeah. But I can't imagine doing that to the detriment of my relationship or my happiness. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, for sure. So when I look at these posts, I know that I have a lot of bias. And if if it was one of my friends coming to me with that situation, probably what I'd say to them would be, this is what you chose. Not in a mean way. I'd be like, look, there's nothing I can do about this. You've chosen to do this. So now you have to make this work. You have to make this decision. This isn't something I can do for you. Well, I feel like this is a situation where her her loyalty needs to go to her kids. She needs to do what's best yes. for them. And her yeah. husband is not what's best for them. No, not right now. He needs to have a strong wake up or he needs to get out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, hopefully he, I mean, he's 27. <laughs> like that's young to have four kids. That's very young. That's that's why I think that they might be childhood sweethearts, like like high school sweethearts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it's I just also noticed she's breastfeeding, so yeah, they do have a yeah. baby who's still breastfeeding, and then I assume the twins are older. I'm assuming maybe the twins are five. They have a small baby, and then yeah, oh god, three to five. Yeah, it sounds oh, sounds rough. My mum had three kids under four, wow. <laughs> and I ju I'm just like, this sounds like hell. <laughs> sounds awful why would you do that to yourself you have a family friend who there were she wanted a really big family and she was trying to get pregnant for a really long time and then 
they adopted a newborn baby boy and then she got pregnant with twin boys and then she got pregnant again and had a girl so she had four kids that were four and under oh god and it sounds like almost exactly like this situation actually god alive you must have some like superhuman energy reserves yeah to be able to deal with that i've had a lot of people say to me though that once you have a baby the the amount of sleep you need just lessens dramatically and it's this thing where you feel exhausted for maybe a month and then it's like actually i feel good now and you can just do stuff yeah that you thought you couldn't do before um because that stage of kids not sleeping through the night is usually usually only like two to three years and then that's two to three too many years (laughs) i know my cat sleeps through the night and the day cat sleeps all day yeah she's it's great cora's taken to sleeping on my pillow like i have Uh two pillows and she sleeps like above my head on my pillow yeah neo is not allowed to sleep in the bedroom that's that's a hard no (laughs) he um he he loves hands and feet oh he just he's so into hands and feet he will play with them all day so what he does is he'll like crawl up right next to you and lie like he's going to sleep and then purr real nice and you're like oh this is nice then all of a sudden (laughs) there is like this brutal savage attack on your arm on your whole arm (laughs) it's like oh jesus christ what is going on why are you doing this stop (laughs) and then he runs away because he thinks it's a great game and then you're having to fish him out from under the bed and no no no. so he is not allowed in the the zoomies yeah he's not allowed in the bedroom at night time he's not allowed in the bedroom at daytime either because he just he wants to be in the closet he wants to eat your shoelaces like everything (laughs) in the bedroom is fun for him it's like no dude no just go to sleep leave everything alone yeah well i i have a nicer parent one um yes this one starts out rough but there's a happy ending i promise yay okay let's do it uh am i the asshole for praising my son differently than my daughter hmm depends so op is 52 he has three kids a daughter who's 15 and then twins that are a boy and a girl they're seven okay which, let's do the math on that. So 52 means that he was... 45. Well, 37 when the first kid was born, and then 45. I'll trust yeah, your math twins. on that one. Uh, Don't, but I, I think it's 45. Yes, you're right, you're right. I added, okay. um, Please always double check my maths, because my maths is just awful. So anyway, um, I am the father of three kids. The last two are twins and are very close, having the tendency to copy each other. I love and adore them all equally. My son is not a very masculine kid and is less interested in some of my hobbies because of this. He has always preferred whatever his mother and older sister did, like baking or dancing. I have no problem with this. I love him as he is, but to be honest, I'm slightly disappointed that we haven't had the kind of amazing father-son bonding that I got to have with my grandpa. My dad died when I was pretty young, when I was a kid. Since I'm at home almost all the time now, I've been seeing just how feminine his interests have gotten. Asking to help cook every meal, helping his older sister alter secondhand clothes, and playing pretend. He's even asked to have his sister paint his nails. I'm not upset or bothered by it, but it isn't typical for young boys. Mm, it sounds a little bit like you're upset and bothered about it. Just a little bit. Yeah. And how is playing pretend feminine? But also, how is cooking feminine? Like, most of the top chefs around the world are men. It's only masculine if you cook outside on a fire. <laughs> That's so such bullshit. Like... A lot of the things that that dads are like, no, my son must not be into this, are things that men excel in across the world. Like playing pretend. How many, how much do top grossing actors make? Yeah, I guess, uh, oh God, what's his name? Actor from Gangs of New York, who's very famous for being a very good actor. I don't know. I've never seen Gangs of New York. I'm bad at bad at movies daniel day lewis yes him uh, okay cool <laughs> yes daniel day lewis also plays pretend yeah like chris hemsworth plays pretend <laughs> and wears a cape and wigs but you know he's a very successful handsome i would definitely date him man <laughs> um it's it's a strange kind of selective masculinity i'm sure if his son became like a top tv chef that's not feminine anymore but while he's a child, because he does it with his mother, that's feminine. Mm-hmm. I do find that strange. 
I've been working out at home instead of at the gym because of our current circumstances, and when my son came in while I was lifting weights in the family room, he showed an interest in it. He was excited about the idea of having big muscles and tried out some of the five-pound ones, even though he mentioned being like She-Ra from some new <laughs> Netflix reboot, I think. Oh my god! It was still progress in my eyes, and it seemed like he was showing interest in masculine hobbies. I praised him and did the whole, wow, you're so strong thing in kid talk to encourage him. When his sisters walked in, the twin joined in. Like I said, they have the tendency to want to do what the other is doing, so she expected the same kind of wow-so-strong stuff. When I wasn't as enthusiastic with her and focused on my son, my oldest got annoyed and asked why I was treating them differently. I explained to her that because he hadn't taken interest in this kind of masculine hobby before, I wanted to foster his own identity as a boy separate from his twin sister. She accused me of being misogynistic for this. Then she said that I was the asshole for making his sister feel weaker and implying that I didn't approve of his feminine interests. I don't think I'm the asshole because there's no reason for my daughter to be inclined towards this kind of thing, but my son should be developing a more masculine personality as he gets older. Hmm. When I told my wife, she also blew up at me, saying I was acting like a cartoon misogynist. Both of them are pissed. So, Reddit, am I the asshole? Kind of. Also, his wife is 41. <laughs> God damn oh. it. <laughs> God. Okay, yeah, well that makes this worse, I think. That does make this worse because he has a I don't really want to say a misogynistic tendency, but he has chosen a young pretty woman. I will. I'll say that. <laughs> right? He has done the misogynist thing of I want a young pretty woman to have babies with and then I'm going to do masculine things like go to work. This, I understand wanting your twins to develop separate personalities. Yes. Because you do, you do not want your twins to think that they're the same person. Because they're not. They may have been born at the same time and, you know, whatever. But they are two separate people and I always believe that twins should be treated as such. At the same time, if he's spending a lot of time with his sister and he enjoys the things that she enjoys... That does not necessarily mean that he's going to enjoy those things forever. He's seven. Yeah. This is, you know, not a worry. Seven-year-olds play pretend. I used to play pretend with my male friends all the time when I was seven. Yeah, and it's so arbitrary. Like, playing pretend, cooking, and what was the other thing that he said? He wants to paint his nails, and he likes to watch She-Ra. I love She-Ra. She-Ra's great. Yes. It's got some really cool examples of um, of masculinity in it. Bo is amazing. Oh, the he, sewing. Um, sewing. Oh, the sewing. But yeah. Yeah. Bo in She-Ra, if you haven't watched uh, the Netflix She-Ra, I watched the first season and it's super good. I need to watch it, yeah. It it um, it um definitely displays really great um, examples of strong, strong females who have masculine... Uh, hobbies. There's a there's a, an engineer princess, and you know lots of there's a, there's a lesbian couple princess uh, couple. They're super cute, and Shira herself is raised in this very traditionally masculine um, system, which she then uses to you know push her femininity, the power of her femininity. But there's also really cool boys in that show. Bo, for example, he's got no problem being friends with girls. He loves being friends with girls. He uh, he shows weakness in front of them. He's not always the one who's coming to save the day. He's a very good example of a, an empathetic, emotional young man. Why would you not want your son to be like that? Yeah, Bo's a sweetheart and adorable, and I would die for him. And all of the things that he is doing are also very useful skills to have. She, Incredibly she, useful skills. He's learning to alter clothing. Uh, I thought so. Cook. And... You know, playing pretend is also an extremely useful emotional tool for kids. Like, they need to do that yeah. to to practice role-playing different scenarios. And, like, the painting nails, I guess, can also help with motor skills. So there. <laughs> well, it's 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 a, just a display of creativity. Yeah. It's saying, I want to do this and I'm going to do it. That's, you know, that should be encouraged. I'm very excited to see a lot more people, or a lot more men um, on youtube painting their nails and like mixing and matching their quote-unquote masculine and feminine like presentation well it's something that um the emo culture started doing 20 years ago yeah. that everybody was like oh that's just really emo and dumb and as it's kind of becoming more 
hey, you know, Markiplier paints his nails or whoever. Boys are seeing this less as it's just a thing dumb goth kids do. And now it's like, actually, my favourite YouTuber does it and I think he's cool. So maybe I'll paint my nails too. Yeah, and it also used to be just black and nothing else. Now it's like, I see purple and red and green and, and glittery all blue. The and I do like it when boys paint their nails glittery blue. <laughs> I just love it. I don't know what it is about glittery blue nail polish on guys. It's just, it makes me feel warm <laughs> and fuzzy inside. I, I don't see a problem with any of these things. Yeah. And it's not, it's not like anybody's pushing these things on him. He's choosing his own interests. And that is very good, and it gives me hope for the new He's generation. actively asking his mother, can I help cook in the kitchen? Why is that a problem? He wants to help his mum. Respect. He wants to learn a skill. Big respect. He's seven years old. Yeah, that's bonkers. And then not praising your daughter for wanting to lift weights too, and then saying, oh, but that's, that's not feminine, is a some bullshit. Fun, fun story. Uh, I... When I got my teaching job, they, uh, you know, through my insurance, they assigned me a doctor and it was the doctor that no one wanted. He's probably in his 70s and a little traditional. He told me that I shouldn't lift weights. I should be doing cardio because I might break my fragile little bird lady arms. Jesus. He, He literally like took his fingers like like an inch apart and was like you can lift weights but like this much like just an inch you know <laughs> and i'm like weightlifting hey buddy i'm not doing those kind of i'm squatting and doing deadlift so that means nothing weightlifting is one of the best exercises for women it is one of the exercises that is proven to um keep weight off longer and to build healthy healthy muscles and bones for women. Yes, because women often have issues with osteoporosis and, mm-hmm. and bone density, and it increases bone density. He's just a fucking idiot. <laughs> All women should be lifting weights, really. Unless your doctor says you 100% shouldn't because you have an underlying health condition like back problems. Yeah, and he also was like, why are you only exercising about three times a week? I was like, bud, this is my first year teaching? Fuck straight <laughs> off. Like, I walk or I clock a 10,000 steps a day just in my job so maybe you can sit your ass down <laughs> maybe you can back the fuck up nerd um yeah i just i wonder if it's because he's an older dad yeah and he has obviously he hasn't had experience with raising boys before because he says he only he has two girls and one boy mm-hmm. in that kind of older dad mentality yeah, you want to be buddy-buddy with your boy child, because that's how your dad raised you. Or in his case, how his granddad raised him. Yeah. That's a very old-fashioned mindset. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think he's intentionally being an asshole, but I do think that he's being an asshole. Yes, agreed. He doesn't understand. And fortunately for us, in the update, he took all the feedback really well. Yay! Okay, that's good. Edit. Hey everyone, I was 100% the asshole. I appreciate that some people tried to empathize and say not the asshole or no assholes here to be charitable, but I'm in the wrong here and I know it deep down while I was writing the post. Yay. Yay. Rereading it, I feel ridiculous for writing all that out. I just want to say thank you because these comments were objectively the kick in the ass I really needed. I realize now that I was definitely out of lines for saying that shit and making my daughters feel that way. I set up a stupid false dichotomy and my daughter was very right. I was being a misogynist. No excuse for that. I apologize. Good man. I apologize to both of them and my wife after I apologize to both of them and my wife an hour after I posted. I also shared this post with my little brother who, as I mentioned in a comment, was teased for being effeminate as a kid and teen, especially after he came out. Aww. I think that some people took me mentioning that as blaming him, which wasn't my intention at all. None of my behavior is his or anybody else's fault. <laughs> like so good what a good guy jeez we talked for a while after that along with many of the comments that you guys left and it made me aware of how badly i'm treating my son my grandpa who raised my brother and i for most of our lives was a manly guy who i've always idolized Mm -hmm. completely well my brother made me aware that my grandpa in particular made him feel shitty about his femininity and his sexual orientation Mm. he would regularly say degrading terrible things i was just oblivious to just how much that hurt him 
and it seemed like I picked up some of these same ideas. I've been such a dick for so long, and now I realize how absurd some of the ideas I've held on to are. I know how much of a disservice I've done to my boy. I shouldn't try to make him change just to protect him from bullies. In this situation, I'm the bully as much as it hurts to think. Aww. I'm planning on talking with him about this issue and apologizing. If we can this week, I want to let him choose something that he likes that we can do together. I'm not going to make oh, the God. same mistakes my grandpa did. And at my brother and some other Redditor's suggestions, I'm considering trying out therapy or a support group. After a mistake, huge fuck up like this, I, it's getting hard to read because I'm tearing up. <laughs> I think I ought to be the best dad and big brother I can be and work to stop thinking Aww. that way, especially when I've already done so much damage. I'm sorry about this extremely long edit, but thank you for your responses and helping me with this issue. I showed my wife some comments and she also thanks you all. Bless him. <laughs> what a good guy. Honestly, like, and, and there's no reason why he shouldn't continue doing the weightlifting, but with his son and with his daughter. Absolutely. If it's something that they're both interested in and they both want to do, that's a great bonding experience for them. Like, he can teach them how to do it safely, they can start exercising and thinking about their bodies at a young age. Like, all of that is great. Yeah, and I remember one of the comments saying, like, you fucked up, you missed an opportunity to help your daughter especially have a healthy view on her body and not, uh, like fall into mm -hmm. traditional feminine roles of what a body should look like. This is the best apology I've ever seen. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Like, character arc. Complete <laughs> lazy. Like, I was like, well, oh, this guy's a bit of a misogynistic dick. And now I'm like, no, he's such a good dad. Um, I'm glad that he... Well, he says that he knows he was in the wrong while he was writing the post, like, deep in his gut. Mm -hmm. This is another one of those situations where you just need somebody to tell you. Yes. And it just, like, breaks the, the seal of that thought. I can understand if you're raised a certain way, that your mindset is going to be a certain way. Like, for real. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I am 100% impressed by this dad. I love seeing good dads on Reddit. He takes full responsibility. He refuses to make excuses for himself. Like, he says, it's none of my behavior is his or anybody else's fault. He makes it right. He talks to someone in his real life who, like, has a different perspective and then takes that to heart and works to fix the problem. And then, like, uh, what else? And then considers therapy? Yes. <laughs> <sighs> What a good guy. 100% on this apology. A plus. Good job, my dude. Excellent. Ugh, that's, made, that's made my head feel so much better. <laughs> There's hope in the world for 52-year-old oh, men. Good job, 52-year-old man. I'm very <laughs> proud of you. And also I did the math. So when their first child was born, he was 37 and the wife was 26. Mm -hmm. So what was your formula again? Half your age plus seven. 37 divided by two. Plus seven. Oh, just under the wire. 25 and a half. Uh, and she's 26. So we're technically in we're appropriate good. relationship okay. territory. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So, uh, so I wanted to end on this good. note because that's a good it's ending. so sweet and I love it. And Yay. everyone should go watch She-Ra and Steven Universe. Oh, please do. Such good examples of not only different examples of actually strong women but also really good examples of empathetic and uh, responsible young men. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if I've said this on mic it. before, but you know how everybody's always complaining about like the younger generation and all they know how to do is talk on the internet and use their phones. Mm -hmm. I hate that shit because I see firsthand how emotionally intelligent like 14, 15 year olds are. Way more emotionally intelligent than I was when I was in high school. And they are so social. Yes. So social. They're always sharing things with each other and helping people out. Like, when I was at school, I would not have let my friend take my jacket for a week. Because I'd never have had it back. They'd have forgotten. <laughs> These kids are always sharing, like, t-shirts, sneakers, coats, bags. Here, you need some lip gloss? Have my lip gloss. Like, Which, honestly. That one, they are <laughs> That one's gross. <laughs> but they, they, they don't give a second thought to sharing with each other. Helping each other out. Yeah, I've had, like... Maybe every other month, what happens is my class, usually right after lunch, a kid comes in and will say, hey, so-and-so had like a really rough day today and is going through a hard time. Is it okay if 
we go and talk outside. I'll say yes. The two of them go. They talk outside. Friend comforts them. They cry it out. And then never fails. In the next 10, 15 minutes, they just come back into class by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They just walk in. They go. They take a minute. They get it out. Then they come back in when they're ready. Like, it's... It's amazing how they advocate for their friends. They advocate for themselves. And like sometimes, yeah, the, the kid themselves will come up to me and say, I need a minute. And I'll say, yes, do you want me to send out so-and-so, you know, who I know is their friend? And Yeah. And it's it's a bummer to me that that's not a normal practice with teachers. Yeah. that If, if, if someone comes in and they're like, hey, so-and-so is crying outside. I'm going to stand out with them for five minutes. I'm like, no, absolutely go for it. I'll go out and check on them. Yeah. Once I've, once I've set the class out, just in case this, it's something really serious that I need to help with. But more often than not, I just go out with the box of tissues and leave them to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they take care of each other. And it's it's very sweet. So they don't, they don't care about taking each other to see the, the school therapist. They, they're pretty open about it. Like, honestly, kids have a lot of emotional maturity right now. And it's good. It's good to foster that and explore that and let them, you know, see media where that is explored and 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 appreciated so yeah the kids are all right they they can be <laughs> yeah they can be in general it's gonna be generally fine. they'll be fine yeah okay that was nice and happy uh, let's end was. there because the next one i have is bonkers but i'll save it for next week oh please do i won't have a headache next week so i'll be able to fully rage at it. oh yeah you're gonna have you're gonna raise your voice at this one i'm gonna love it i'm gonna be into it everyone all right. You can find our podcast at are the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter. You can also email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com. And you can find me at Morgan underscore Slay on Twitter. Uh, you can also find the podcast on Facebook, are the letter you the letter serious podcast. Um, nice picture of birds and yelling at each other. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Esme underscore C underscore nose, as in knows lots of things. Uh, you can send me your homemade uh, headache <laughs> cure recipes. That will be very nice. Please do not send me anything with rose water in it. The smell makes me want to gag. Um, and yeah, next week I'll be back to my uh, furiously ranting... <laughs> uh, apoplectic itself. Yeah, I've got some doozies for you. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to yell at the internet. It's my favorite thing to do. 